Um, episode two of the thing. Hello. Hi. Welcome to episode two. So or three if you're counting the pilot. We don't count the pilot. The pilot never existed. It's okay. a it's a secret pilot for our Kickstarter campaign that doesn't exist yet. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. When we need an enormous amount of money to keep doing this thing that we've been doing for free. Precisely I, twice. I really like when Kickstarter campaigns make like millions of dollars more than they, they expect to. Mm-hmm. And then they've got to make up these ridiculous stretch goals. Actually, yeah, yeah. if you give us money we'll, that we didn't uh, ask for, we'll just keep it and fuck off to Hawaii. <laughs> In fact, much. we're going to do fewer of the goals that we said we were going to because we're going to be on the goddamn We'll beach. just hire someone else to do them. Yeah, outsourcing. So I think we should start with follow-up from the previous episode. We had one caller quote-unquote caller about, about grapes. No, we didn't have a real caller. Oh, no. Um, I tried to make them be a caller, but, but they, 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 didn't, they didn't want to. Well, so we, we have a phone number here, so if anyone wants to call in... This is technically true, but... They might call in during someone else's meeting, though. I think that would be rude. It probably would be rude. So, yes, the the number of grapes. Did you get any uh, responses on... on I, didn't, I didn't hear from anyone. Okay. Um, so, what was the guess? We, we had one guess, which was controversially zero grapes... Interesting. It, it was entirely wrong. They they also guessed wrong. that. Well, maybe. Um, they they also guessed that there were fifteen grapes in total because that's the recommended portion size of grapes. I that, think that that's perhaps, a good methodology. I th- I think it's perhaps crediting you with a little too much. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I would rigor. In... <laughs> I I do not obey standard portion sizes. Right. Especially not not fruit. Mm-hmm. If our if our listeners don't know, I enjoy fruit a lot more than the average man. So, so for next time, if we ever do the grape challenge again, um, you can inflate your guess higher than zero. The correct answer was in fact two. But so it, was, it was done twice, so that, that's four. Was it done twice? It wasn't done twice. Well, well, you held up some grapes, and I held up some grapes. I don't think I held up some grapes. I just said I was going to eat. Oh, you're you're correct. That's, um, that's true. That's true. Good. So we we can't mention who it was because that was the reward. But I'm sure you can guess, and the listener knows who they are. Everyone else, it's a mystery. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. Completely unrelated. Um, I got Jesse to listen to the podcast. Um, completely unrelated. Completely unrelated. <laughs> um, that that just happened. Um, could you understand it this time? <clears throat> she could understand it this time. She said it was a bit funny, and she did laugh, and she would listen listen to it again. That's high high praise. Well, I don't think it is actually, because she seemed to find me amusing anyway. And right, but that's, that's, that's like, good. She's she likes you, so that's well. I, sh- I would hope so. High praise, I guess. Well, I mean, someone someone enjoying your company. Yes, but I mean, I I, I think it's like it's a low bar for the podcast. Mm-hmm. I, d- you I want, don't you want think strangers. Yes, exactly. She's she's not an objective judge, let alone like a professional critic. She doesn't respect your table making skills, though. No, this is true. I have asked her multiple times. You should give me praise on my table, and she just goes, "It's a good table, dear," and then carries on doing whatever she was going to do. That sounds like praise. It's clearly fake. I tell the dog that a lot. It's a good good dog. Oh, not a good table. No, he he doesn't care about the quality of the table. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have thought. He's that. actively degrading the quality of the table by chewing off the corners. Mm-hmm. And the legs. So, so yes, that's our one listener review. You should tell us about maple syrup. Oh, so we didn't, I didn't go because we went to boats instead. Oh, I thought, oh, and you were just so late with the boats that... Yeah, that we'd, we decided just to boat instead, which was a good decision because boats were awesome. Boats were awesome. Boats were excellent yesterday. If anyone was, was in a boat, I hope you enjoyed it as well. We certainly did. We were in two boats. Each. Really? You were in two? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were they were just like occupying the same physical space. But ah, I see. Sort of I was I was in an extra a, a metaphysical extra boat. 
Yeah, I was I was also in a, in a different three dimensions, but I was in a boat in there as well. I thought maybe you just leapt out of yours and into someone else mid <laughs> sail. That would be good. There was there was that guy that who was got always... stuck under the bridge. <laughs> I know. I felt bad for that guy, but I was glad he wasn't me. Mm-hmm. I've I've had that experience, and it's not a good one. I was sailing over and thinking maybe he we we should try and help him, and then thinking actually if I do that, then we're just going to get stuck on the bridge too. Yeah, yeah. I was worried about that, but luckily the wind changed and blew him away from the bridge instead of directly into it. So. Did you see the the person like walking on the bridge so though? Like trying looking to, to over, push going, over. Yeah, yeah. The, the the mast banging against the railing on the bridge and oh, someone trying to was... someone trying to fend it off a bit. I think <laughs> so. That was a mild amount of amusement. I was mildly amused. Yeah. So you have nothing to say about maple syrup? I I'm po- I, I have positive feelings about maple syrup. Well, nothing more to say about maple so syrup. So what I have yeah. heard mm-hmm. from someone who cares deeply about maple syrup... The maple syrup rumors. I always thought that grade A dark amber was the grade of maple syrup that the refining maple syrup connoisseur would choose. Mm-hmm. But I've been told that actually grade B is better because it has a better, a stronger maple taste. It's less just pure sugar, which I thought was interesting. Oh, I see. Because so I never, like... I, I always just choose the... the one that sounds better, grade A sounds better to me. But now we tried. Grade but the more refined it is, the less the maple less... taste. Yeah, the, yeah, the closer it is to sugar. That makes sense, but is good. I will attempt to buy grade B maple syrup. Yeah, they, it's cheaper. So, oh. actually, I had some and it was pretty good. But it is basically like maple syrup, but more. Uh, pretty much like maple syrup. Okay. And it wasn't, as we said before. I, I'm not good at com- comparisons without a without actually having them side by side. Yeah, would have been good for the maple syrup tasting that I didn't attend. Mm-hmm. We learned a lot there. It's too bad. But instead you were a boat. That I was a boat, yeah. And then went home. Okay. And was asleep. I am going to go and see Eddie Izzard tonight. Oh, cool. Thanks to a completely random Redditor who was just like, I have a spare ticket that I'm selling at no notice. I saw Um, him on the internet. I've seen him on the internet a lot, but I haven't seen him, like, his actual face and stuff. So that's that's a bit of good luck. Yeah, that's cool. He's very popular. I'm actually quite funny. Mm Mm-hmm. Sometimes surprising for popular comedians. Well, I... Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, I, I totally failed at my thought there. I'll just edit this out. <laughs> okay. Just, just like aimless chattering, brain engage, <laughs> engage brain. So I'm, I'm sure he will have some uh, observations about something. Something that's um, typical comedy stuff. Observations. Yeah, I, I, saw I may. A thing. Yeah, I have, a, I have a thing to say about it. I may tell one joke next. You will. I mean, one of his jokes. I mean, I'm sure he will tell many jokes, that is, kind of his I mean, you were just going to interrupt him and tell a, tell a better joke. Excuse me. <laughs> it's it's like a helpful heckle. Do you know this one? Like, constructive, constructive help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, constructive heckling. Have you heard? Oh, 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 I've got a joke. I've got a joke. What did the chicken say when it walked into it? No. God, I forgot it. <laughs> Would it walk a bar, a road? I don't know. It's a mystery. Mm-hmm. We'll never know. Call in and answer this joke. <laughs> do you do you know any jokes? If you have jokes, then we please write them down. Send them to us. We will verify their funniness. Okay, yeah, that's that's good. Yeah, well, we will let the viewers know if they're funny or not. Send us send us your favorite joke. Number them so that we know when we refer to them, you'll know which one we're talking about. What? Well, when we we'll just rattle off, we'll just list them. Like number, joke number one, funny. Joke number two. Oh, I see. Well, the problem is that we'd have to. Uh, oh, con- consistent numbering. Yeah. Uh, yeah, hash them. Hash them. That way, someone sends the same <laughs> Take joke. Take the MD5 sum of your joke. Yeah, I think that'll work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no problem with you with with over overlap. Yeah. Wow. That that was a horrible sound. Yeah, it was uh, my ring hitting the table. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. 
That's that's what audacity is for. Next time I'll not have a hand. <laughs> or or a table. Kevin Spacey always hits his ring on the table, according to that show that I'm not done with yet. Also against door frames and basically everything. People, trains. Enemies, trains, yeah. Mm-hmm. What? We just said the word train. That has absolutely nothing to do with the spoiler at the beginning of Season 2, Episode 1 of House of Cards. Ah, you ruined it again. <laughs> Re-ruined it. Spoiled once and more. And I'm just saying that, like, he trains particularly hard. Because his wife gave him that rowing machine, right? So, he just, like, the whole episode is Kevin Spacey on a rowing machine. <laughs> training, training, training. Yep. These meatballs are good. Mm-hmm. Would you like to uh, expound upon them? They're turkey mixed with zucchini and spices and fried and then baked, and they're excellent. Zucchini is, is courgette. I courgette. Believe. Yes. In, in, in the old world, zucchini is called courgette. You mean green squash? Yes. Okay. There are only two names for zucchini, so a third one is too much. Three names. Three, three names. One too many. Is it like, like how eggplant is called aubergine in another language? Oh, aubergine, yes. <laughs> it does seem that all of our strange uh, words come from French. There is apparently uh, a very strong... Old English, uh, Frenchish English. A French connection? Um, <laughs> what was that? I turned into a seal briefly. Um, <laughs> it was amazing. You guys should have seen it. That <laughs> <laughs> were audio only. Yep. I'm going to turn, in, <coughs> turn into a seal in front of the microphone, and you have to guess what kind of seal I am. I think it was a leopard seal. A leper seal. A leper seal. No, that's so sad. <laughs> There's one one missing fin. Yep. No teeth. Are they flippers, not fins? Oh, yeah. Fins are on the back. Is that... I actually don't know. Is that a technical term? I also don't know. I'm not a seolologist. I should know. A pinnipedologist. I feel I feel like there's a kiss from a rose joke to be made here, but... Kiss from a rose? The seal song. Oh, uh, oh, uh, oh. Uh. There are too many types of seals. Yeah. Seven of them. Seven. Uh. 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 Honestly, I was just complaining about roses yesterday. What? Yeah, it says they're the symbol of the patriarchy or something. What? Yeah. He's... No, I, I must know. Oh, he just, he just, I think he's bitter that, that he doesn't have a girlfriend. And he once gave someone a rose and then she broke up with him, so it was sad. How is a rose a symbol of the patriarchy? I don't know, maybe it was a symbol of heteronormativity or something. I didn't really agree with his statement. I'm just trying to fathom how you could come to that opinion. Well, he says that the it's also a symbol of Western class warfare and the oppression of the Colombian rose farmers. I think, I think most make... of our roses come from Ecuador. I think you're making this up. I am. I am not making this up. We can bring him. I am him right now and ask him how he feels about roses. I see him over there. I think we may. If our have viewers to... look behind the mic, they can see him too. Hmm. Okay. I. I think. Can we? Uh, can we get Manaswi in briefly? Um, to record a segment on roses. That's a good it idea. No, it doesn't have to be now. We can we can do yeah. it and we can cut it in at the beginning of uh, next episode. No, that's a good idea. Should, you, you don't think we should pull him in now? He might be busy. He doesn't look busy. He looks eating. Also, are we gonna do? Are we really gonna do a whole episode on roses? No, I don't like roses that much. Right. There are, that actually, you, you may you maybe would if you were in the UK because they're a they're a kind of tin sweet. Ooh. There's also there's also a cause a cause or a solution to war of some sort. Oh, the the wars of the roses, you mean? Yeah, that's it not. It was like red versus white. White. Okay. Um. Yes, York and Lancaster. I don't remember which way around they were. Um. Mm. It's also the plot of of a Shakespeare King Lear, I believe. One of those Shakespeare kings. One of those Shakespeare's. Is... My Shakespeare is fairly. Poorly informed. It's more than you can shake a spear at. You're at a common barbarian man. It's difficult to eat and talk at the same time. Yeah, I was I was going to suggest that we just take a couple of minutes to do the eating sounds, because I'm somehow really hungry. It was lunchtime. Mm-hmm. So we were eating 
chicken mm-hmm. and turkey meatballs and rice with lentils and fried onions, which are delicious. So my, my Soylent has arrived, not at my desk. It's still floating somewhere in the Broad postal system, but <laughs> if I can get me some sugar and some baggies tomorrow, then I'm, I'm going to bring in some bowls and stuff and start lining up mysterious white powders on the counter. Your desk is going to be a great, a great them. place. Hmm? Your desk is going to be a great place. Oh, no, I'm going to do it in the kitchen. Oh, I'm going to do it like production line style. Line all of the pots up. You might be surprised at how long it takes to accurately mix large amounts of oh, I'm sure. powder. I've I've had this experience mixing glazes. It's very mm-hmm. slow. Although those yeah. are sort of more, probably more precise. You're... I know. I mean, we're we're down to the gram. But hello. Are you in this room? What? You need this room? Let me know. I believe we have it until one, but I can check. Uh, you might be right. Oh, I didn't realize how early it was. I always show up early because I have so few <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm so desperate for company. Um, <laughs> she's come all the way from 320 Charles, I believe. Has she? That's a long Just way. Just to be turned away. Wow. We should have invited her in. Yeah, she could she come join us. She's also one of my direct bosses. So. Oh, is that Stacey Gabriel? Yeah. Oh! I have never met, like, I have heard her. I have heard her name through the bigwig names list, um, but I have never... Put a face to her name. Yeah. Well, there it is. Wow. No. There everyone, is that everyone, face. Everyone has heard her face. I need to find a bunch of bams for her. Mm-hmm. I've had trouble because I don't know what number they are. Man, did I did I just say get the fuck out to my boss's boss's boss? Yes. Cool. Well, it's been nice recording this podcast and working here. <laughs> How could she have so few meetings if she's Stacey Gabriel? That's a good question. I thought her entire life would be meeting. Maybe she does work instead of meetings. That's not my understanding of how management works. Well, but I guess if you're a manager, you can decide how management works. Mm, I thought that was one of the immutable laws of the universe. <laughs> it depends what level of management you are. Well, surely the higher you go, the more you have meetings telling other people what to do. But you're still having lots of meetings, and everybody needs your opinion on stuff. Mm-hmm. Probably pay other people to have opinions, though. Like an opinion verification service. Yeah, but I mean, you still need to sign off, right? You are the, the final opinion. You are the buck stops here. Yeah, you just need to find a way out of any sort of liability, and then you just don't care. Mm-hmm. Limited liability corporations, the ultimate achievement of civilization. <laughs> so are people remaining excited for your barbecue? Yeah. I think attendance is going to be lower than I expected. Really? What did you expect? What do you now expect? Um, Jessie said that she was going to invite a whole bunch of people from uh, school, mm. but because it's Memorial Day weekend, everybody's fucking off. Um, mm, okay. And I had no idea it was Memorial Day weekend, because I don't know how holidays over here, but... I didn't know either, because I don't look at the calendar. So everyone is, is not here. But, but I, I mean, it will, it, it will be enough. I am sure, sure it will be a good barbecue. How many people are you expecting? What, what order of magnitude? Um, I, I, Tens? I, yeah, I imagine we will hit double digits. But I doubt we will go much over double digits. Probably for the best. Mm-hmm. Triple digit barbecues are tricky. So I was wondering if we should bring, bring lamb kebabs. Because Maggie hates lamb kebabs, but I love them. Mm-hmm. So if there's a time to make lamb kebabs that isn't for Maggie to eat, barbecue might be a good one. Mm-hmm. I think I might bring some lamb kebabs. They're really fucking good. I can I can totally help <coughs> you uh, eat lamb kebabs. Do be aware that David Hyman is going to bring lamb burgers of some description as well. So. I don't see that being a problem. No, but I mean, if everybody does it, then we will only have lamb. So Maggie will be sad. Yeah. I sort of assume you were providing sort of a baseline... Uh, Hot dogs and hamburgers. Or? Um, I'm providing a baseline <coughs> venue and grill and alcohol. Okay, seems reasonable. Actually, should we bring alcohol too? No. I mean, I I have what four gallons of beer, so 
Which is only 40 pints, which is, is very doable for yeah, like, a group of people. What, 15 people? Yeah, probably. That's Yeah, but we're so far away from you, we're all going to have to drive there. If you all drive here, then we'll run out of space and my neighbours will get pissy, so I strongly recommend you take the tea. Uh, it's so hard, though. Plus, we're bringing the dogs. Oh, yeah, that's true. Dogs don't tea well. We do have a driveway, but we also have, like, really... Can you, can you only park in your driveway? Is that how it... Is there a street parking? Oh, there is some street parking. I just don't know if there's 15 people's worth of street right. parking. And I don't want to be all, Hey, guys, it's totally cool if you come in your 900 cars, because our downstairs neighbours get quite arsy if... If parking. Yeah. There's a car here! Oh my god! It's parked! What about our cars? Shut up! They're here for like an hour. Strawberry you. So so you said you'd had some some podcast inspiration for the podcast. Some ideas Um, did we cover them all already? Yes, that was that was it. It was grapes and boats. Grapes and boats. And 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 maple syrup. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry the maple syrup didn't pan out very well. Yeah. I mean you have to think about things a little bit more now. You you're obliged to do interesting things with your life. Oh no. That's really not how I live my life. So. <laughs> I, 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 the most interesting thing I've been doing is playing an augmented reality game, which is a pretty low oh. bar for interesting things. Speaking of terrible aug- augmented reality things, did you see Birdly? Birdly? You take an Oculus Rift and then Attach lie... Attach it to a bird? No. You lie you belly it, down... You stick it on an eagle? No. You lie <laughs> belly down on like this pedestal with pneumatic pistons underneath, and there is, I am not even kidding, a fan in front of you and you play being a bird that sounds like the best game possible it sounds like the worst idea <laughs> it sounds so good ever do you so it it's like a platform and it tilts you I assume so. I literally just saw one picture, no text. I didn't click through. I just looked at this and went, I hate humanity. Oh, that is so good. I'm so excited. Can't wait. Can you play Flabby Bird in it? I don't know. I cannot. First person, real time. Yeah. Real vision, Flappy Bird. <laughs> I. It's in three. <laughs> in three D, but it's only a, every everything is the same in one mm-hmm. one dimension. It's it's the I'm, worst. I'm, I'm imagining this like someone's suspended in a harness with two with like force feedback on their arms, so they can really they don't flap properly. They'll they'll fall, just drop and hit the ground. I don't know how the the input works. I do know that the picture looks utterly ridiculous. And can you do a barrel roll? It's the most. Well, I assume if you try to roll, then you'll roll off the pedestal. Wait, that's what you need the harness. Yeah, no, it's not that. Uh, it's not that. Um, uh, like those those flight sims, the real. The real cool ones where they spin all the way around. Uh, I hate all of humans. I can't wait until I can get that from my house and play Eve in it, or not play Eve in it, as, as I'm like as I more want to do with Eve. Oh, I thought you were going to put your house in a harness and do a barrel roll. Oh, that would be house, good too. Which be good seems too. like all of your china would break. Yeah, we have a lot of ceramics. Yeah, that's a bad idea. No, I just want want like a personal barrel roller. Wouldn't you just get all? Yeah, yeah. Go over Niagara. I still... We can work this into the uh, first-person eagle game. Oh, the first-person eagle game that we mentioned in the... Uh, the non-existent pilot. Yeah. I, yeah st- I still think that's a terrible motion sickness-inducing game. Oh, it's going to be great. Um, if a game can't make you vomit, it's probably not a very good game. What would be the... So, do you know the uh, Old Man Murray article about Time to Crate? <laughs> no. You, you judge um, games... A game by how long before you see a crate. Correct. What about a barrel? 
an exploding red barrel. Um, I believe that might also be included, but I think the stricter definition is a crate. And this is this is old. This is old school game journalism. This is before Kieran Gillen was big. But yeah, and and there are some there are some games. Literally, the first thing you see is, is, a, crate. is a crate. You 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 open the game in a, in a warehouse. <laughs> so what's what, what do you think? Like the the shortest time to vomit in a game. <laughs> Could be like how how quickly could you make someone speak? So so it definitely helps if you're not quite in control of the camera. Mm-hmm. Like watching other people play first person shooters is always more vomit inducing than playing them yourself. Right. So I'm thinking sort of like mech a mech co-pilot game probably <laughs> could probably go pretty fast to vomit. Okay. Especially if it's like a free space style mech where you're like in zero g and there's no up and no down. What if? I'm I'm gonna go a different way. What if it's like a WarioWare clone, where it just says "vomit now" and you have to you have to make yourself vomit? What sort of sensor would they use? Uh, Can Connect track that? Yeah, I, I'm I'm sure you could like train a, a neural net to, to pick up a vomiting person. I could use that in my house for the cats too. Actually, the, the a vomit, vomit sensor. Thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And usually our ears are pretty much enough to alert us, but sometimes we don't notice and the dogs eat it, and then they vomit. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's that's awful. And then do you eat it, and then you vomit? No, the cycle then... usually stops at dogs. Oh, okay. Sometimes, I mean, they'll, they'd be happy to swap back and forth, but <laughs> we usually pick it up before then. <laughs> I'm dying in disgust. <laughs> oh, man, the little dog, she has this cone on her head. And she's mm-hmm. learned that she can use it as a scoop to pick up goose poop on her walk, so then she just has it with her. She can eat it later. All right. So she's is she uh, recovering from? She's yeah. She's getting better. She's still unhappy to have a cone in her head, but yeah, she's no. <laughs> the first night, I thought maybe she had some sort of some sort of uh, like anesthesia injury where she'd been oxygen deprived, where we're gonna have a retarded dog that can only stare at the floor for the rest of our lives. But mm-hmm. she's gotten better now. She's back to barking at everything and biting things. So when does the cone come off her head? Ten days. Ten days. <laughs> yeah, total, total. So seven days more. Yeah. And those are real days, not business days. So it's like... <laughs> this is a business-only cone. <laughs> business days are the biggest bullshit in delivery. Yes, yes, they so are. Ten days, oh, that's four weeks, somehow. I want to... I'm, I'm curious to see what would happen if you put a cone on a human's head, just to see how they like it, and then send them to work. Like, it would be really difficult looking at your computer. It'd be pretty annoying. But we don't... We look out the... Our face is oriented differently than a dog. This is true. Right. But it was the mental image that I was going for, and not, like, the actual practical... Uh... But I mean, it would be also funny to just put, like, a, a forward-facing cone around someone's face. Would it? It feels like it would be less funny. I think it would be pretty funny. I'd... Although I suppose a cone around... I would look at someone strangely who was wearing a cone on their face. Well, sure. Um, yeah, actually... We are possibly I think running, we're out, running of out of time here. I, I wanted to Stacey Gabriel the... is going to be back to yeah. reclaim her room. I, I wanted to talk about the merits of uh, putting cones on people's heads. <laughs> and But not like traffic. Traffic style cones. No, no, no. Because those are definitely cool witch hats. I think, I think like in the, or in the what, what were they? Victorian something times they wore like, a like ruffs. Cap. No, uh, ruffs are basically like you just need uh, another ruff. Thank you. You just need, look look at that waveform. Look what you've done. Looks I'm good. gonna have a nightmare editing that. It looks um, awesome. It looks like actually it looks exactly like one of the EU capital ships. Yeah, well, yeah, they do all look like they go out and then down. Yeah, they all look the same. No, some of them are asymmetric and that drives me crazy. Really? Yeah, the worst. Do they look tiny from one side? <laughs> Enormous. Yeah, who the fuck makes asymmetric spaceships? Well, it doesn't matter, does it? Well, you need to have the center of thrust be behind the center of mass. 
or at least even around it, you're going to spin. I guess. So, like, yeah. asym- you need asymmetric thrust if you're having asymmetric center of mass. Good. Well, on that spaceship-related note, we have people standing <laughs> the best, outside. The best of all types of notes. Yep. Um, we have people outside our meeting room, so goodbye, Internet. Hi, Internet.